بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وسيد الخلق أجمعين سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وقدوتنا وإمامنا محمد صلى الله وسلم عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان وصار على نهجهم إلى يوم الدين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all success, to keep us all safe and protected. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to lift this calamity from all of us, the whole of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to keep us all safe and to keep our loved ones safe. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant those ones who are being affected by this pandemic or this illness or this virus, speedy recovery and shifa and to make their patience during their difficult times and their illness a way of forgiving their sins. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bestow his mercy upon every single person from our ummah who passed away due to this illness and to write him, inshallah, amongst the ones who reaches the highest levels of Jannah due to the suffering that they have gone through. And for their family to be granted patience and for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to replace their suffering and they're struggling for their loss with something better, far better in this dunya and in the hereafter. Today, the topic that we are going to discuss insha'Allah is Surah Al-Qari'ah. Al-Qari'ah is one of the names of the day of Qiyamah. And the word Qari'ah in Arabic means knocking on something. Qara'as al-shay'ah meaning he knocked on it or hammered on it, to be more specific. So you have a hammer and you hammer something with it, that's it, you qara'a shay. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving the day of qiyamah, the day of judgment, that name because of the fear that it puts in the heart as if it's knocking on the hearts of the individuals. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and covers all of us under his shade. And we've discussed that in the past. We've discussed in Surah Al-Zalzala the effects of the day of Qiyamah on every single one of us. And the effect of, of it on the day on when it happens on the people that are going to be there witnessing the events that's going to take place. And there are a lot of names of Al-Qiyamah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned them in the Quran, Al-Tamma. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts the surah with after a'udhu billahi min shaytani rajim bismillahi rahmani rahim al-qari'ah the name of the day of qiyamah a question what is al-qari'ah and this is a question not to ask the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what, what is al-qari'ah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking the question as to show the significance of al-qari'ah it's like when you ask somebody or you speak about someone, do you know so-and-so or you don't know what he's done? Or do you know this event or you have no idea what happened in that event? It's a major event. It's a similar thing. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving the question to amplify the event itself and to make us take a pause and trying to ponder upon the event and the name and to trying to understand more about the day of the end. وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا الْقَارِعَةِ 
and what do you know about Al-Qari'ah? And if you find it's not this only surah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has done this. So at Al-Haqq again, Al-Haqq, Mal-Haqq, Wa ma adraka Mal-Haqq, the same process Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala followed in that surah as well. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَلْعَقْمَ الْقَارِعَةِ What do you know, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, about Al-Qari'ah? What do you feel about Al-Qari'ah? Do you have anything to understand about it? Do you, can you tell the people about what you know about Al-Qari'ah as well? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us a vivid description of what that day is going to be again. And if you find in the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us so many descriptions of the day of Qiyamah. And the event is going to lead to the day of Qiyamah and the resurrection and the gathering of the people to make us understand the importance of that day and what are we preparing for. That's why the following surah, Surah Al-Takathur, is talking about something else. And inshallah, we'll try to discuss it. If not today, inshallah, it's going to be in the next session. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, When people are like, the flying insects, farash. Now, farash here in the Quran is not doesn't just mean butterflies. It means anything, any kind of insects that flies. And usually, these insects that flies and you know butterflies or moths or these kind of insects and they fly, they go to the source of light. And sometimes that source of light can be fire, and they go so close to it to the point that they burn in it. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is talking about it. When they hurt themselves, they fall all over the floor and they're spreading all over the floor. And it is a similar situation to the people. They will be spread, lying on the floor because of the events and the, the gravity and the magnitude of that day. And in another description, Surah Al-Qamar, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, People walking towards the gathering, going towards the gathering as if they are groups of lacoste. They are just spreading there, going to that day and to that place. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described the mountains. When the mountains, they're so fractured, broken, spread everywhere, they will be like a pile of wool that have been disintegrated to the point that it's breaking away from each other. Those people who their scales, scale is heavy with their actions, meaning their good deeds. Their good deeds, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our good deeds side of our scale heavier than our sins. Those people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about them, when their good deeds becomes heavier than their sins, they will be in a living that they will be satisfied with. And we're talking about Jannah here. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all entry into Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all entry into Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all entry into Jannah. As the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Umbaba asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the entry into Jannah. The Jannah will say, Oh Allah, grant him entry into me. So you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala three times. Always when you want to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your dua, 
to enter you into Jannah three times and to protect you from the hellfire three times as well. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the other side. And those people who their scales of good deed is lighter than their sins and their sins becomes heavier. May Allah protect us. They will fall head first into the hellfire. The um here doesn't mean mother, but it means the top of their head. They will be falling downwards, upside down into the hellfire. May Allah protect us. And the Hawiya is one of the names of the hellfire because of the way people fall in. And it's, if you want to imagine uh, something in this dunya, although it's going to be nothing in comparison, imagine the highest mountain peak in the world and looking down and imagine the fall from that, how much will that hurt? Now imagine that happening in the hellfire. May Allah protect us. May Allah protect us and keep us all safe. And what do you know about it? What do you know about the Hawiyah? What do you know about the Hellfire? What do you understand about it? What kind of knowledge shall I tell you about it? And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put it in two words. Fire that is very hot. Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu narrated from the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith. He says in Arabic first, نَارُكُمْ هَذِهِ الَّتِي يُوْقِدُ إِبْنُ آدَمُ جُزْءٌ مِنْ سَبْعِينَ جُزْءًا مِنْ حَرِّ جَهَنَّمُ The hadith, Abu Hurairah narrated that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu has said, this fire that you use the children of Adam is one part of 70 parts from the heat of the hellfire and Allah protect us. Now imagine this part, how long can you keep your hand on top of a burning flame? How, can, how come can you put your hand on top of it, the burning flame, without having to remove your hand? I don't think the strongest one of us will be able to do it for more than seconds. And some of us wouldn't even dare to attempt because of the pain and the struggle. And the companions replied, Wallahi, O Prophet of Allah, it's more than enough. It's more than enough to hurt somebody, to cause somebody pain and suffering. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet Muhammad said, فَإِنَّهَا فُضِّيَتْ عَلَيْهَا بِتِسْعَةٍ وَسِتِّينَ جُزْءًا كُلُّهَا مِثْلُ حَرِّهَا The hellfire is multiplied by uh, 69 times. Each one is as hot as the one that you're feeling or the heat that you get from the fire of this dunya. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us safe. And we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from the hellfire. And to save us from it, we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from the hellfire. And we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from the hellfire. If this surah, you know, brings us any understanding, is about our good deeds. The good deeds that we have in this dunya, the good deeds that we're trying to do. Never look at a good deed and think it's too small. You know, even a part of a date that you give for a charity, can be that part or that action of good deed that can save you from the hellfire and enter you into paradise. So we need to try to understand 
that it doesn't matter how small the deed that you are trying to do is, you have to do it. And you should do it. And you should not delay it. And in the opposite direction, even if it's a small sin, don't think it's just a small sin. It's not going to matter. It's something that might be small to you, but in the scales of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might be so great that could cause the downfall of the individual. And that's what the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said about the actions of the mouth. And when he asked about the two things that uh, throws people in the hellfire more than anything else, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said the mouth and the private parts of the individual, the private parts of committing sins, and the mouth of uttering words that might cause that person's downfall. And the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as well has said, may a word that a person speaks and he does not care about it so much or she doesn't care about it so much that it's from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it elevates that person in uh, Jannah 70 levels and may a word that a person speaks doesn't care so much about it but it angers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so much that it makes a person go into the depth of the hellfire 70 levels even more so every word that we utter and every word that we speak is significant and important and never ever ever belittle the sin that you are doing or committing and never belittle a good deed and look at it as a something that's not beneficial or something that's not going to change anything it might be small to you but it might be huge in the scales of the day of the yamah and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our right scale with the good deeds heavier, insha'Allah, in that day. The following surah as well is Surah Al-Takathur. Now the surahs are small. Insha'Allah, we'll try to group as many as we can before the month of Ramadan, as the month of Ramadan is approaching very soon. So at least we could have done just Amma, and that will be something for everybody, insha'Allah, to benefit from, and to try to, uh, you know, ponder upon the verses when they are reciting or praying Taraweeh, and I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for us to be able to pray tarawih together in our masajid and for this calamity to be lifted. So the next surah is Surah Al-Takathur. Al-Takathur here, we're not talking about offsprings or having many children, although something that is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have lots of children. And never ever think about having lots of children as it's, uh, uh, you know, a hard work or it's uh, a punishment from Allah. No, it isn't. It's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا مِن دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا وَيَعْلَمُ مُسْتَقَرَّهَا وَمُسْتَوْدَعَهَا كُلٌّ فِي كِتَابٍ مُّبِينٍ Every dabba, everything that walks on the earth that Allah has created, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided the rizq for it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide the rizq. You don't know when the rizq comes and where it comes from, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide it. As long as you put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you make the tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, لو توكلتم على الله حق توكله لرزقكم كما يرزق الطير. If you rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you make tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala truly and properly the way it should be done, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide for you as he provides for birds. They leave empty, stomach, the, stomach empty when they leave in the morning searching for food and they come back full. Look at the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and look at the blessings of our deen. So rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't chase the dunya. 
Because the more you chase the dunya, the dunya will run away from you. But if you ignore the dunya and just do your bit and do your work properly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide for you and this dunya will come to you. And this is from the hadith of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa So Surah Al-Takathur, we're talking about people who seek in a lot of everything. If it's for ch children, if it's money, if it's property, if it's this, that, that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, You are taken away by takathur. It's keeping you occupied. It's keeping you busy. You know, there's lots of quantities of everything. You want everything. And the Prophet Muhammad said, And the mouth of the son of Adam will not be full except with sand. I.e., you will keep asking for more and wanting more until you are buried in the ground and the sand is in you. That's it. So we need to be fearful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and act upon the right guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. You will keep chasing this dunya. You will keep chasing this dunya until you reach your graves. Truly, you will know. Know what? And truly, you will know. Truly, if you know the true knowledge. Everyone will be able to see the hellfire. You will see the hellfire, may Allah protect us. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said about this surah al-hakum al-takathir, Yaqul ibn Adam, mali, mali. The son of Adam will say, my wealth, my wealth. And then the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Qala wa hallaka ya ibn Adam min malika illa ma akalta fa afnayt. Is there for you, O children, son of Adam, what you from your wealth, what you eat, except from what you eat, and you you just destroy. So you've had something that you have the food and it's gone. And and you wore and you have destroyed again. You know, you wear the clothes, you buy them, you spend your money on clothes, and you wear them until the clothes are old or they're not fitting for you anymore either gone big like me or you're gone skinny and the clothes doesn't fit and you have to buy something else and you throw the clothes, the old clothes away. This is the part that we need to concentrate on. Or the part that you give for charity and then you pass that to the hereafter. You pass that to the hereafter. That's the part that will benefit you. Because the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Adam When the son of Adam dies, all his deeds stops except from three. And what these three are? Sadaqatun jariya, a running charity. Ilmun yuntafa'u bih, a knowledge that the person leaves behind that people benefits from. A waladun salihun yad'u lah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that one, especially this one, which is a, a pious child that prays for their parents. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the pious children that prays for us when we leave this dunya. So everything in this dunya will go, except what you pass on to the hereafter. And one of these acts is charity. If you look at the descriptions in the sunnah about the hellfire, 
the description and the hellfire is everyone will be you know in the day of Qiyamah will be able to see the hellfire Allah protect us and imagine in Surah Maryam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَإِن مِّنْكُمْ إِلَّا وَارِدُهَا كَانَ عَلَىٰ رَبِّكَ حَتْمًا مَقْضِيًّا And every single one of you will go across it, will visit the hellfire, because we have the sirat. And the sirat, as the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the Sunnah has described it, is sharper than a sword and thinner than a hair. And everybody will cross that sirat, that bridge. And underneath that bridge is the hellfire. And the next ayah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will save those who have piety. And then the sinners, the ones who have been unfair and just, those are the ones who are going to be thrown in the hellfire. May Allah protect us. Now you heard about the hellfire, you heard about the day of Qiyamah, you heard about this, but on that day you will see it truly with your eyes. There will be no doubt in anybody's mind about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. And it's always different to see something with your eyes than to hear about it. You know, we hear about, uh, you know, countries and different countries in the world that other people visited, but it's not the same. You know, you could imagine what countries are going to be like but it's never the same until you visit them and it's the same here you know we hear about the day of qiyamah we hear about the hellfire we hear about jannah and in the description of jannah the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said fiha ma la ra'at in it what an eye has never seen wala udhun sami'at and an ear has never heard a like before wala khatar ala qalbi bashar and a heart or a person's imagination could never ever reach the level of trying to imagine what's in paradise so seeing is believing and sometimes when you see something you believe the description and in that day the disbelievers or the non-believers when they see that day they will believe and that's the time when they say oh Allah retain us so we can do good deed and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say no you have received the messages you've received the warnings the messengers came to you the messages came to you and you disbelieved and you disapproved so today there will be no return. Today is the day of reckoning. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And that day you will be asked about the pleasures that you had in this dunya. The pleasures that we had in this dunya. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Sometime you look at the, the all the pleasures that we have in this life, you know, the luxuries we have, the cars, the planes, the running cold water, the clean water that we have, cooked food, and all of that. And you know, we don't even say Alhamdulillah sometimes. We're not even grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enough. And if we're not grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we have an issue and a major problem that we should try to correct in our own actions and show more gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it's a, it's a major disaster if we don't show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَلَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ and if you show gratitude Allah will show you more will give you more will provide more وَلَإِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ but if you don't if you are ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you don't show gratitude then the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most severe may Allah protect us may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said إِنَّ أَوَّلَ مَا يُسْأَلُ عَنْهُ الْعَبْدُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامِ Hadith that was narrated in Al-Tirmidhi and authenticated by Shaykh Al-Albani rahmatullahi alayhi One of the first things that a person on the day of Qiyamah will ask you about is the Naeem is the pleasures that a person have will be said to that person didn't we give you a healthy body and didn't you used to have the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and one of them you're drinking cold water water that is not hot for you but on that day the believers may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all amongst them will the give us the ability to have the enough good deeds to enable us to enter into Jannah. And one of the, I'll finish this with a lighter hearted story. You know, some people say Jannah is this and is that. You know, and look at the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, a man entered into Jannah. Into, into the day of questioning and the day of fear, man. This is from the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he, the day of Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, have you done so and so sin? And he couldn't lie. He said, yes, O Allah. Have you done so and so sin? He said, yes, O Allah. Have you done this? Oh yes, O Allah. And from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah said, you know, replace all his bad deeds with good deeds. The man started to look and thinking, well, that's the case. Oh Allah, I've done so many good you know, sins, I couldn't see them. Can you replace them into good deeds for me as well? Because he was you know, looking forward to receive more mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he could elevate himself higher into Jannah. And the companion said, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu was laughing so much when he was telling his companions the story that they managed to see his top teeth from his laughter, sallallahu alayhi wa so always hope to receive the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is one of the most important things that will benefit us in that day. And do you as much good deed as you can. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't overburden a servant more than they can afford. So do your best in trying to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever good deeds you can do, even, wallahi, tabassumuka fi waji akhika sadaqa. Your smile to your brother or your sister's face is a charity. So even a small act like that, smiling, is a charity. If you have your parents with you, living with you, or you're living with your parents, just by going every morning or every evening and kissing your parents in the forehead, and showing them how grateful you are to them or the hand 
before you go to bed or before you leave your house to work or to college or to university or to school is an act of goodness, an act of obedience that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and likes. Imagine the amount of good deeds that you're going to get from that. Imagine the parent that you've done that to, how much would they be happier and how much dua they will make for you as a person. All of these good deeds don't belittle them. They are major and they are big and they could be the ones that elevate you as a person or as an individual. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all success. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all amongst those ones who enter into Jannah without questioning and be united with our beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his companions. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he united us in this session, in this lesson, in this dunya, brothers and sisters, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite all of us, insha'Allah, in Jannah, in the highest levels of Jannah, insha'Allah, in the hereafter. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Until we see you, insha'Allah, the next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.